gentlemen, and welcome back to this week's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. We are awfully glad that you decided to kick back and join us and hopefully open your perspective on what the words we talk about mean and how they play into your life. My name is Stacy Johnston. I am honored to sit here and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you today, Cass? I am doing fantastic. I am enjoying the sunshine in mid-January. It's beautiful outside. So It, it is a beautiful Great. day. It is, I'm grateful. It is a, How are you? I'm good. It's a gorgeous day here as well. So, Kathy, let's talk, we've talked over and over and over about what we like about these conversations and what intrigues us about these conversations. But, but let's take a different perspective today. What do you hope to learn in the next series of these words that we do? More perspective. You know, I think, like I've said, you know, just because one word means something to me doesn't mean that it means the same thing to you or to to our guests or to any of our listeners, you know. So it is beautiful for me to hear and take in other people's perspectives on a single subject. Mm, I like that. I like, I like the use of perspective in that, too. For me, I think it's just, yeah, I look forward to what I'm going to get to learn. Right? I, have, I think I've recognized in this that we get conditioned through the lens with which we see life to define, to define words and to, to define things. And this sort of opens up that lens with which I see the world, right? And it gives me an opportunity, like you said, to see a word or an emotion from a different perspective. And it's really broadened my understanding of the importance of communication and, and how we utilize words and how we, how we sometimes don't recognize the impact that they have just in how they come out and how we use them. So I, I love it. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to our conversation today. We have a returning guest. Um, we had a wonderful conversation the first time about his uncaped hero journey in his life. And so if you're ready, let's bring him in. I'm ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a this gentleman's name is James, and I butchered his name the last time we brought him in, so I'm not even going to open it. I'm going to let him lay it out. So, James, welcome to our show. <laughs> hey, good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Kathy. My name is James Koinui. Um I'm a Native Hawaiian healer. Um, my family goes back in um, Hawaii over 20 generations, and um, yeah, I work with people from all over the world helping them understand their lives in a different way and be able to live their life with purpose. I think that's what everybody wants, isn't it? Amen. Perfect. I think so. All right. So with that in mind, with where you stand in this world in mind today, James, we are going to open up a conversation about the word truth. When, when, when you hear the call, when you hear the word truth, What's your definition? How do you define that word? In some ways, truth goes along with the word that um, I, I hold very dear to me as well, and that's, and that's integrity. And, and in order for us to live or hold that idea of truth, I think that we have to be able to, because truth is not an outer thing. 
truth is an inner thing to me. So it's, it's not what the world sees of me. It's how I see myself, how I carry myself, how I interact with people, how I want to, in some ways, be seen. So, so truth is the ability for, for me, I'm not talking about everybody else, just for me. The truth is the ability for me to be able to see who I really am and be able to live that. Well, I love that. Yeah, I love that concept of truth. Kathy, how about you? How do you define truth? Freedom. Right? And I don't mean <clears throat> I don't mean in the the patriotic perspective. I mean if you are true to yourself and you are true to your journey and your story and your character then you don't ever have anything to cover up, right? So you always have the freedom of just being you. Mm. I love that. Yeah. It, it's, it's so true, isn't it? Because the more, the more you, you are not in truth, the more you have to make up to hide from it. You know what they say, a lie only begets another lie. And, and, and then we have so many of those that we get to the point where we can't even keep up with it. Where if, if I'm in truth, it's my one story. It's the one place I am. It's the one place I land over and over and over, right? Mm. It, it's way easier. <laughs> mm, beautiful. You know, I think for me, truth is, it's how I write my story. It's the legacy that I live. If, if I don't walk in what's true for me, then my story is not a story. It's a fairy tale. And those are two different things. When I, one day the grand old world designed, decided the world needed one of you and one of me, and there's a reason for that. And if I never walk in the truth that I have a song to sing and a story to write and, and a message to carry or a thing to do, then I never get to accomplish that. I never get to see that. And the rest of it's just make-believe. It's like living with intention or not. So I think the hardest truth we have nowadays is deciding who is James, who is James, and Kathy, who is Kathy, and, and, and who am I, and owning that truth, what kind of person am I, what kind of parent am I, what kind of leader am I, what kind of friend am I, and being able to, like you said, James, walk in that truth and own that truth because that's the story I leave behind. Yeah. It's, it's, that goes it's so back true. To, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kathy. <clears throat> I was going to say, it goes back directly to what you said about integrity. You know, your truth is who you are when nobody's watching. Hmm. The, the choices that you I, make when there's nobody else to weigh in. I remember something that I heard a, a few years ago that really had impact for me, and and um, I still do not as much as I used to, but I used to listen to a lot of um, podcasts from Joel Olstein, and and he was talking about that one day, you know, and he was talking about you know you 
he was he he told a story. I mean, he told a story about you know um, something that was happening at home and that he was standing by himself. And in that moment, you know, he could have just done it, but it was something that somebody else asked him to do, and they would never have known if he did it or not did it. You know, and and, and it was funny because at that moment he realized, well, it didn't really matter. You know, so it's like. I see a I see a Kleenex, so I see trash on the, on the ground, right? And I get out and I go, I'm going into the grocery store, and there's and you know plastic bag goes by me, you know. And so, do I just look at it and go, well, shit, it's not my problem because it's not my plastic bag. I didn't do that, or do, you know, or do I run after it, grab it, and I throw it in in the bin, you know? It's it, and nobody's looking, nobody's telling me, nobody's gonna say, wow, James, you did a good job, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just who you are inside and and what you believe in. And so how do I, you know, can I, not how do I, can I live my life that way, right? I'm just, and this is a prayer I say every morning. So, you know, we all have our morning rituals, the things that we do in the morning. And one of the things that I've adopted over the last few years is this place is as as I'm in gratitude of everything that's in my life, the one thing that I ask, and you can say God, Spirit, however you want to look at it. That's that's you know whatever you call it is is for you and you only. But I, I, I as I'm talking inside of that space and I'm saying my prayer, I said, help me be better today than I was yesterday. And and to overcome the obstacles and and my 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 crazy mind that wants to keep me locked in this place of negativity. You know, and mm-hmm. and I I do my best to remind myself of that as I go through my day. Mm. That's cool. <coughs> I know how many of us, how many of our days would look differently if we just took a moment at the beginning of the day. You know, I think when I say my prayer in the morning to start my day, my mind is usually let what I hear today, what I learn today, what I see today, be of the truth, be of you. Right, because that's like you. I, I have that higher power that I lean on, and so I, I totally appreciate that that moment where you take and go, okay, let today be about your truth for me, because there's a lot out there. Yeah. Right, there's a, there's a lot out there. We don't we don't ever have any control over what comes across us in a day, but we do get to control what we give any energy to. Exactly. And, and you know, I, we we I, I think that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt it's you. A, it's okay, not at all, please. It it's it's. It's something that I think, and we're not going to get into a philosophical conversation, but I think it's something that would be really good for us to address because there's so much of this I'm right, you're wrong thing going on right now in lots of different areas of our life, in lots of different places that we're watching right now. And we've kind of lost the place where, and I don't know if this is on the subject or not, where where we're we're not allowing people to be who they are, and and people don't for for whatever reason don't seem like they don't want to allow other people to be who they are. In other words, for me to be who I am, what I believe in, what I stand for, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's just it's just an interesting thing to to be able to see over and over and over again. It's funny that we're talking about this. I had this very conversation with my son yesterday. He's seven. <laughs> and he, um, 
Yeah, he does. He does jujitsu, right? He's all about jujitsu. He loves it. <clears throat> and a few months ago, he had his first fight, right? Well, he lost his first fight, but he walked off the mat asking me, "Did you ask my coach when I could fight again?" Right? He's he's, he's hungry for it. He loves it. Well, the other day, I went to pick him up, and he was his coach was weighing him, and I he walked out, and I was like, "What's up?" And he said, "Oh, we have another fight." He said, I'm going to fight again. And I said, okay. Well, the next morning, he, I could tell, you know, that he was, he was thinking about it. And he said, you know, maybe this time, maybe this time I'll, I'll win. I'll beat that kid. You know, he's like, maybe I'll, they'll put me with a kid that's closer to my age. And I told him, I said, wait a second, hold up. I said, the only person that you have to beat on that mat is yourself. The only person that you have to fight better than is you. Mm-hmm. If you want to win, you got to fight better than you did last time, right? So the only person you have to beat is you. Mm. Pretty sound back. And I could just, he, was, he just looked at him. He was like, <laughs> huh. Okay, and it was like a, a, a weird amount of pressure was, was you know, kind of lifted off his shoulders. He was just like, okay, okay. <laughs> but my son you is know, very you know, a cool kid. <laughs> he's a cool kid. I've had an opportunity this week to engage in the truth conversation a couple of times. Let me ask you this, James. Do you, do you think there's a difference in, in, in conversation between a person's truth and the truth, right? Um, and I say that because a lot of times people will need someone else to own their truth, right, and lead you to believe that you are a bad wife or mother or friend or individual or employer or employee if you don't buy their truth. Do you feel like you're ever responsible for someone else's truth? Am I responsible for someone else's truth? My first answer to that would be, no, I'm only responsible for my truth. The, the question is, do I need to change anything about that person, one? And then the second question is, is that my responsibility? Right? You know, I, I remember the first time I, I realized that I was talking to somebody and they were telling me something and I was just, in some ways, I was just spouting off all this stuff that... You know, I was on my righteous soapbox and talking about everything else like that. And then all of a sudden I heard this voice inside of my head. And, and, and the voice said, who made you effing God? <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And, and, and it was like, who, who said that you're right, they're wrong, that you have to tell people if they're right or they're wrong, and that, and that it's on you to do that. And, and what I came to understand about that is that what, how do I look at somebody and be able to, even though I may not accept who they are, even though I may not accept their ideas about life, can I see them as, as what they are, who they are, and realize that the only reason or the reason that they came to that is because of the way that they were raised, the things that they understood, the things that they were told, and the things that they believe in. And they just happen to not be the same thing as my, as me, or what I believe in. So does that make them wrong? <clears throat> in some ways, no. It just means that they, they are living a different awareness or a different reality than me. 
And so where's the place of where's it where's the place of acceptance and acknowledgement, you know? In in some ways it's the precepts of Ho'oponopono. How can I forgive you if I don't understand you? How can I forgive you if I don't accept you? You know? Now, if I have the opportunity, will I share? And and if it doesn't get taken in, am I okay with that? Or or is it me standing there demanding to be right? Valid point. Kathy, how about you? I think it's more of a compromise, right? Because your truth is not their truth and their truth is not your truth. So whose truth should you believe, right? I mean, whose side do you take? Because it's automatic. You have to take one side or the other. But both of you, not just one of you. So it has to be a compromise somewhere. You know, are you compromising in the middle of yours and mine? Or are we taking a stance on a neutral party's truth? Or have you swayed me to your side or vice versa, right? I don't know. Or, 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 have, or because of our interaction, it allowed me to see a different perspective, which allows me to grow. Yeah. In, I like in the that long thought. I like right? that thought. You know, I think we, we all develop our truth by the existence we are in. From the time we're little, mm-hmm. you know, you, you grow up in this world, in this, in this environment, <clears throat> positive or negative, good or bad, whatever it is. And, but in that environment, you recognize for yourself the, what's the role of women, what's the role of men, where does faith and money and power, all these things play in. And so you develop the lens with which you see the world through that experience. But right. so does the guy next to you. And he's not living your lens. He's not living your experience. So there's a lot of freedom in recognizing that everybody sees the, we all see the same apple on the table. But we see the apples through the lens with which we see apples. And it doesn't make your lens wrong just because you don't like apples. You say, I like apples. It doesn't mean we're wrong. Either one of us is wrong about apples. It's just the lens with which you see it. And accepting that, I think there's a lot of freedom that everybody has their, the truth of what they that lens. And we have to allow that if we want ours to be on that same plane. Right. Hence the compromise of coexistence. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. And that's what I was going to say. That's about relationship, right? Yeah. It, the, the concepts that we're talking about, truth and, and compromise and acknowledgement, those are, those are in some ways the foundations for relationship, isn't it? Because if not, then we live on we live on isolated and separate islands, and and there's no and and, we, and the thing is, I don't think we came here to experience that. I don't think we came here to be separate. I don't think we came here to live in isolation or apart. I think we came here to experience um, the coexistence, like Kathy talks about, of living together. And I think what we do is we strive for harmony as much as we can. We do. And I, I think, think, that, I think that's that. where everybody gets lost. I think that, yeah. that striving for harmony is where people get lost because they don't realize that happiness 
is about the journey, not the destination, right? Yeah. That 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 happiness is not a place that you end up. It's how you play that card you were dealt, right? So that's where a lot of people yeah, yeah. get confused. So and maybe this is another way of look at looking at truth, right? Truth is not a noun, it's a verb. In other words, it's not a thing, it's an action. Amen. Right? Just like happiness, just like anything else. You can look at it as what it is, the, 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 the definition of it, or it, it's the verb, the action, how I live, what I do. And maybe that's a, maybe that's a good play. That's a good starting point to see it that way. That's the best place to start it from here. What we from the very beginning of this, what we our challenge has been to our listening audience is how are you going to verb this word, right? Because if you don't model it and you don't verb it, you don't live it, then you can't. How do you pass that on, right? How do you, how do you leave that as a legacy if there's no model? You remember seven percent of what we say, but ninety three percent of how this conversation makes you feel. So, right? What do you what do you leave in it? How do you model this word? So we are at that place, gentlemen and ladies, where we're going to have to start to wind down with respect to you, James, our guest, and with respect to our listening audience and our time frame. Um, I could carry on this conversation all day. There's lots of places that this could go. (laughs) This this could be super fun. But please, we would love you always to remember that we are brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if we can be an ear, if you have a story you want to share or you want to have a conversation about a word, we're interested in what you have to say. Please reach out to us at HeroBooker2020 at gmail.com. As we get ready to line, wind down today, I'm going to just ask our audience to take a self-reflection today. And I want you to see if you can't own and recognize what is your truth. Do you walk in that? Are, are you proud of that? Because that's the legacy that you live behind. So examine for yourself today. What is your truth? Cassie, how would you like to leave our audience today with the truth? Well, I challenge everybody to spend one day in their own skin, their own thoughts, their own decisions, their own consequences. See how that feels. People wear a lot of hats and a lot of different masks every day. So take them all off and wear your own and see what that does for you. Own your truth. Beautiful challenge. And if it scares, yeah, and if it scares you, right, and if it scares you, let that be okay because that's the starting point. Beautiful. James, we would be honored if you quote out our show for us. How would you like to leave our audience today with truth? I, I, I think it's, you know, following on what both of you said and, and is, can I give myself permission to see, to see the things that are real in my life and the things that, not that I believe in, but that I can, that I can strive to be and, and, and in my truth, how do I consciously, I want to say, share that 
inside myself without having to, to convince anybody else, right? And look inside and see what's, what, who am I and what, is, and what is my authenticity? Because I think authenticity and truth go together. 